here we are in June, and uh, no guarantee uh, when uh, sports, professional college or youth sports are going to start, and uh, when schools are going to start. So uh, great to be joined by uh, Future Tech Enter- Enterprise CEO Bob Venero today, talking about esports in schools and how viable that is, and how that is really growing. Esports uh, more than a, a billion dollar industry here in the U.S. And uh, Bob, lots of uh, lots of sports talk here during the pandemic. Not a lot of sports action, but uh, esports has really uh, taken center stage in a lot of uh, instances and, and across a lot of sports, hasn't it? Yeah, there's no doubt. Right now, there's a uh, tremendous rise in questions, um, areas of folks looking to see how they can spin up an esports. Uh, scenario or arena fairly quickly based on the current challenges we're all facing. Yeah, I told people years ago, uh, a funny thing was that parents would tell their kids to uh, take up a sport to get a college scholarship while the kid was playing video games. Now there are scholarships uh, in esports as 170 U.S. colleges have varsity esports programs more on the way and uh, and scholarships are, are plentiful and uh, a really rewarding uh, part of a, uh, a college education for a lot of a lot of students and uh, Bob, there's a lot of advantages to uh, esports versus traditional sports. Uh, safety, uh, no in, no uh, serious injuries for the most part, and can be a, a more economical option as well, can it? Yeah, no doubt. Right? You're, you're able to scale from an esports perspective better. You're able to reach out to uh, more individuals that may not have that you know true sports capability. So you're not limiting yourself to the, the student uh, population, which has been a great scenario for a lot of those folks who, number one, are concerned about injuries or concerned about being able to you know, qualify or play. So this has been a, a, a real value, I think, out there uh, for the universities and, and how they're changing their mindset around video games. Uh, you know, when we were growing up, our parents said, you know, stay away from there. It's going to wreck your brain. And, and now it's, you know, that's really a good thing. Why don't you try that? Because you may be able to make a lot more money doing it than you can another way. So it's a interesting shift. Yeah, the amount of funding and money in esports is staggering. That's something that's even surprised me. Is there a trickle down also, Bob, to high schools, uh, elementary schools, and even like uh, summer camps and, and that type of thing? We're seeing uh, in the high school environment, right? Cause high schools are trying to prep kids for you know scholarships and things that they can do. So the high schools now are very interested in how they can help develop a you know esports plan for those kids who are interested in getting scholarships around that. So we're seeing that quite a lot. Uh, the, the middle school and the elementary, it's not hitting just yet, but when you think about the kids that are uh, playing those games and you look at the millions and millions of, of children that are doing it, they're not waiting until the high school, right? So by the time they get to high school, they're already skilled, prepped, and, and kind of ready to go. We're talking with Future Tech Enterprise CEO Bob Venero today and what about esports teams and players bob in uh in in covid19 practices has there uh, been a uh, um, kind of an order about uh, or, or uh, directive about sanitizing uh the uh, esports stations controllers equipment that type of thing yeah there's a change right in that dynamic based on covid and where we are 
and some of the schools and, and some of the, the locations that support esports are, are doing a few things. Number one, they're doing a constant sanitation, as you mentioned. But number two, they're also doing something called BYOD, right? Bring your own device. Uh. So that's the controller. That's things that you know the the, the child or the uh, adult is going to use. So the controller, the headset, the microphone, right? And that's a great way to really protect what they're doing. Excellent, excellent point. Uh, we're with Bob Venero of Future Tech Enterprise. Uh, talking geographically here for a second, Bob. Um, some sports, there's certain pockets or areas of the country where, where certain sports or activities are more popular. Uh, esports is a worldwide phenomenon, but here in the U.S., are there uh, uh, geographic regions of the country where it's more popular or, or taking on or growing faster than others? Yeah, there's two hot pockets, as we would call them, uh, not to be confused with food, but uh, Thankfully. Uh, California and New York are really uh, hotbeds for this, um, where you've got a lot of uh, the focus. There's a lot of population there as well. We're seeing Texas start to come up, which is kind of interesting because Texas has always been that, you know, true blue, you know, sports, football, you know, a lot of dedication. And now there's some adjustments and changes there in, in those regions as well. Yeah. Outside of the global environment, which which is obviously Japan is killing it. You know, China has some really big. Uh, Russia is really getting into it now. The UK. I mean, it, it's it's why you know it's a global scenario, right? When you look at it, and and the great thing about that is you've got global interaction between people of all nations and all states and all countries. It's uh, it's definitely that uh, that thing that's bringing people together as well. Absolutely, and uh, here in Atlanta, where I am, we've held some uh, some major esports competitions that have drawn uh, thousands, tens of thousands of people. So, uh, really amazing to see not only the uh, the skill and the uh, uh, preciseness of the competitors, but also the uh, the following and the community behind esports. That's what's really uh, that's what's really driving the growth, isn't it, Bob? Yeah, no doubt, right? The community is a strong one, and, and they're, you know, they're supportive of each other, besides the fact that you have all these companies that are looking to sponsor and endorse, right, and then grow that community, because it's something that can scale without limitation, like true sports can. And, you know, you look, we don't want to knock true sports and, you know, and football and baseball and all of those things that are out there, but there's a limitation as it relates to scale. And there's a potential risk and impact based on situations like you have right now with COVID. So, you know, how do you make virtual arenas? And you, you don't stop playing esports just because you're locked in a house, right? Um, the virtual world allows for, for the ability to utilize the tools and the solutions that are out there to be able to continue to play. What's been your opinion, Bob, on some of the, uh, the professional sports, NASCAR, tennis, uh, basketball, um, baseball switching to some sort of esport, uh, uh, little side competitions or uh, or, or races to, uh, to to satisfy the thirst of their fans or to keep the sports uh, their sports top of mind and relevant. How did those sports do? Do you think during the pandemic? I mean, they they were slow to start because um, I don't think anybody thought it was going to last this long. It was going to be more of a quicker blip. Uh, but now they're really trying to figure out, all right, what can they do to bring awareness to some of the things that they're doing? The NBA, right, they have uh, a bunch of sports, uh, esports things that they can support. Um, the, the racing cars are a little bit different. The NFL is, is, is playing with it as well. 
Um, but I think they're way behind, uh, and they really need to catch up. But we'll, we'll see how that happens as things start to open up. Uh, but it's going to be a, a different stadium uh, experience than we've had for a long period of time. Yeah, complementing the traditional sports with esports is really, uh, I think, really going to be the sweet spot as we wrap yeah. up here with Bob Venero, CEO of Future Tech Enterprise. And Bob, if people want to find out more about uh, what you guys are doing, uh, Future Tech Enterprise, you guys have a great website. Uh, where can they go and uh, where are you guys heading here in the near future? So if they want to get some more information about Future Tech, uh, they can go to www.ftei.com and uh, take a look at you know what we're offering there. You know, Future Tech is going to ride this wave and help colleges, universities, high schools, and even individuals you know, in this esports arena and space. And uh, we're positioned very well to make that successful for them. Yeah, growing space that has really taken off. I expect even uh, even more uh, incremental growth this summer, fall, and winter coming up, Bob. I know you guys will 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 be helping along the way, and hope to talk to you soon. Great, great talking with you, and uh, stay safe. And uh, we'll be looking to see what's coming next. Appreciate the time today. You be safe as well. Thanks, Bob.